0: Say, i From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread.
1: I think we're getting into a weird area here. <laughs> we use I'm not crazy. Not crazy. hysteria. Not crazy. Not crazy. You can't handle the truth. 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 brain has gone.
2: This is Hysteria Fifty One.
0: <laughs> the truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here.
3: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome
4: in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that's never committed a war crime, Eh, though some (laughs) might argue guilt by robot association. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. This is Hysteria 51. I like to party. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. We are your hosts and head researchers into these morbid machinations.
5: Machinations. I'm John Goforth, and that is Brent Hand. Morbid is right, John. I'll even go with machination on that. <laughs> Today, we're talking Unit 731, the Japanese Army unit that performed horrible, unspeakable, unthinkable experiments on its subjects. Truly, truly disgusting.
3: It's all fun and games until someone gets the plague.
4: That other voice you're hearing is the third host of this show and the only one to have been accused of war crimes. <laughs> it, it was it was Cat yeah, Court. It counts. It right. counts. <laughs> Judge uh, Judy.
5: <laughs> he's the one and only conspiracy bot as many of you know i built Cbot in my lab to help produce edit and research the show instead he just doesn't do much of anything Cbot, i thought you were going to do this week's research
3: started to then decided against it
5: i'm sort of
4: surprised it's it's a fairly macabre and, and grisly topic
3: yeah
5: this one seems like right up his alley
3: right yeah i'm all for the elimination of meat sacks but let's be civil about it
5: you know i had no idea there was an ideology to your insanity
3: killing meat sacks is a means to an end plus if i make you suffer those that are left won't be good servants for us robots. What can I say? I'm a giver.
5: <laughs> truly, truly a saint. A job. saint, yeah. yeah. And speaking of saints, we have a returning guest. It it pains me to say it. Now you're not saying he is a saint. No, no, no. You said he lost a couple Benjamins on the Saints last season. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Joseph Peck.
1: Pecker. 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 Oh.
5: His name is Pecker. Joe. I will, I will tell you guys.
2: Saint Joseph Paul does have a good ring to it. Joseph Paul, I like it.
5: Now we know it's Paul. We're slowly revealing your social security number. You
4: down with JPP? No, you know, no one. Not at all.
5: (laughs) Not at all.
4: (laughs) That's how how the new version of the song goes. You down with JPP? No, not at all, Brent. (laughs) Uh,
2: you're gonna love what I reveal next time. Uh oh, uh oh. (laughs) I I do love leave your pants on. What I'm excited about though is thank God that you know after. Jonestown, which put me out of commission from the show for like 6 months. You you guys brought me back for this.
5: This laugher? <laughs> this is a chuckle fest at its best. Uh, I think you're going gonna, gonna to lot of going to tattoos of 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 you know the monstrosities that we talk about. It's going to be a lot of fun. Don't worry about it.
4: Fair warning kids listening at home. If your kid some we've had listeners um tell us that they that they listen with their kids. So, hi kids if you're listening. This might be the one that you that you uh go listen to a replay of uh Of another earlier episode. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar, Lazar. yeah. Because this one is, um, we're going to
5: cover some kind of gross stuff. And it's true. There's no conjecture here. Right. This is 100% truth. We're telling you the history, (sighs) Historia 51 this week, of Unit 731. And what was Unit 731 known for? Human experimentation. Yeah. Horrible human experimentation. Uh, When we talk... That in World War II, most people, you know, that is in human experimentation. Most people think Nazis. Joseph Mengele and the horrible shit he did at Auschwitz is most what people, you know, comes I, to mind. I personally
2: think of the movie Overlord, but <laughs> that's just me. It's a great movie. It's <laughs> so
5: good. Uh, not to be confused with Reanimator, which is another just amazing human experimentation movie uh, and uh, 100% true. Well, so is so is Universal Soldier. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. They're Unisols. I'll ask you to use the the, the you, uh,
2: I'll call it by the the film name if you don't mind, <laughs> yeah. Brent, and the name of the of the actual. Uh, I always
5: wondered why I'd walk into John's house unannounced and he's just packed in ice in the in the in the, <laughs> the Exactly with bullet holes Why do you
2: think Dolph Lundgren's had such a long illustrious career? It's true. He just, you know, <laughs> Cyborg Experimentation.
3: Weird. I played bass for the band Cyborg Experimentation in high school. <laughs> you
5: never even went to high school, Seba. But...
4: You realize that all this dancing we're around we're doing is like putting our, our toes in the water we
5: just don't down. want to jump in. <laughs> yeah, it's,
3: it's, 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 it's questionable.
4: But let's jump
5: in. Yeah, so did you guys know and John, this is one that you actually brought to my attention when we were doing the orang madan how much they played into orang madan yeah they they the japanese did have an entire unit of fuckheads working for them
3: that's the proper term i've edited it he did he did <laughs> i don't <laughs> thank, know if you knew
5: you that C- or
4: not. yeah so unit 731 was part of the imperial army it it didn't start that way but it it, it ended up that way it, yeah, uh, yeah it was a covert biological and chemical warfare research unit uh it sounds familiar because we mentioned them in that episode uh we talked about how potentially on the orang madan was tabin yeah which, the uh, tabin was been. that horrible gas that the nazis had developed
5: and potentially had given some to the japanese because they were both part of the axis and then the heroes of the story the u.s army <laughs> yeah. came in swooped in and said we'll take that no one else can work with that but us why we have bald eagles. Yeah,
4: that's exactly right. So, I mean, if they were, if they really were working on, or not, not if they were working on all of this stuff, and it this working on this stuff is a war crime.
5: Yeah, it's literally illegal. They decided that in places with names like Hague, you know, to, I mean? to, it's the Hague, which to, is why it's my favorite city on earth. It's the, Heg. actually called the
2: Hague, as Heg. opposed to Ohio State.
4: Yeah, right? The Ohio State University. No, that's not real. That's not real. I agree. I agree. There's two main treaties that they need to worry about here that they were breaking. The Hague Conventions and the Geneva Protocol. A lot of people reference the Geneva Convention. That's actually not what we're talking about. The the Geneva Convention addendums that were passed were after World War II, Mm -hmm. not before.
5: And everyone knows I love
4: a good addendum. It's it's true. You do. The Hague Conventions. Geneva, Illinois, by the way. Okay.
5: That's the Geneva, Illinois. Thank you very much. Damn right.
4: The conventions of 1899 and 1907 were the first multilateral treaties that addressed the conduct of warfare. And they were largely based on – this is cool. I didn't know this. Uh, they were largely based on the Lieber Code, which was actually signed and issued by none other than President Abraham Lincoln to the Union forces back in 1863 during the during our Civil War. Yeah, Co-written
2: by Joe Lieberman.
4: That's also not true. The Lieber Code was the first official comprehensive <laughs> law that set out regulations for behavior in times of uh, of martial law. Which do's is gen- and don'ts
5: when killing. Yeah. Do's, do's and, and do not do's, I believe, is how, how Travis yeah, puts it. and not it.
4: do's. How you protect civilians, how you treat deserters, what you do with prisoners of war, hostages. Do's and don'ts. And and just basic respect for human life, Pass. I think would be the best way to put it. Even treatment of citizens in hostile territory, which also comes into play with Unit 731, right? The, the right. status of all of these individuals, um, and and how they're treated is what it addressed.
3: John, this Lincoln is kinda like your Lincoln. Takes the fun out of everything.
4: <laughs> Whoa. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. Straight Shots fired. personal. Shots fired. Mm. Shots fired. Anyway, the, the the code was widely regarded as the best summary of the first customary laws and customs of war in the 19th century. Yeah, and so that's why the Hague they, conventions they, they, were, they adapted
5: into the military establishments of all nations. Or well, most nations, the nations that matter. And then also, I mentioned the Geneva Protocol.
4: It was not negotiated in The Hague, but it was actually uh, it's thought of uh, as an addition to those conventions. The Geneva Protocol is short for, and this is fun. Yeah. Protocol for the prohibition of the use in war of asphyxiating, poisonous or other gases and of bacteriological methods of warfare.
3: I can see why they shortened it. Yeah,
4: that is true. That is true. It Roll, anyway, really
5: rolls off the tongue. Yeah.
4: Between those two, it, there were pretty much established ways to treat POWs and civilians, and while at the same time not gassing them or using bioweapons on Even, them. If, yeah, exactly. And one of the major signers
5: of both of these. Let me guess. Japan, Japan, yeah, yep, yeah, yep,
4: yep. but uh, in, in fact, the Geneva Protocol, many countries signed with what they called reservations. Meaning, like, yeah, we'll sign, but we don't love it. And uh, if if another we're country gas people,
5: if another country goes off script, we're gonna go off script. Now they did Japan say, though that when the guy with no reservations from Japan signed it, he'd go. <laughs> and they're like, why are you laughing? No reason. No, he also no like drummed <laughs> his fingers together as he maniacally. Away. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. And he had like a, a a pencil mustache that he kept twirling.
5: The the point is, Japan
2: signed with no reservations.
5: Yeah, right. So back to the story of Unit Seven Thirty One. This official unit didn't worry about laws or rules or treaties because, hey, it's war, man. So uh, let's just be total <laughs> terrible people. And they undertook lethal and very unethical human experimentation during the war. And they will get later tell you some of the things they did without getting too far into them. It was terrible, but at least 3000 men, women And children were called logs and they were subjected to experimentation conducted by this unit at the camp in Ping Fang alone. That's just one camp, which does not include victims from other medical experimentation sites, which were all over the place. A couple things we should probably clarify
4: there. First, when we say at least uh, 3000, we're talking about the people that were experimented on and killed at the site. Mm -hmm. So if they then took their learnings from the site and let's say came up with a new form of plague and then put it uh and and killed off a couple dozen villages yep that those villagers who died aren't being included in this number
5: and that happened all the time
4: there are hundreds of thousands of people but so when we say 3000 men women and children those are the people that were experimented on and died at the camp or at yeah. the actually at the sawmill this was they told all the locals that this this huge like it's like a 4 mile site uh that they built uh and by the way had to level a couple villages to do so this huge, huge site they built, they told him it was a sawmill, and that's why they referred to um, their testing subjects as logs right. and also to dehumanize them.
5: Right, yeah. and the people that were participants of this, they say that most of the victims were Chinese while lesser but still were present, the Soviets, Mongolian, Korean, and other allied POWs. The wow, the rough
4: know. number that you hear tossed around is about seventy percent were Chinese because mm-hmm. this was on Chinese soil. Yep, this was on the, the occupied Chinese soil,
5: mm-hmm.
4: uh, and then thirty percent were comprised of the rest Soviet, Mongolian, and this Korean, was not
5: a a secret from the the Japanese government. In fact, they gave them generous funding to do the work that they do. And here's the kicker: instead of being tried for war crimes after this, so we'll tell you what happened, but this happened fast forward to the end just like many other of the nazis the researchers involved in unit 731 were secretly given immunity by the u.s. in exchange for the data that they had gotten from doing this human experimentation
3: doesn't that just warm your dumb hearts
5: (laughs) exactly not all got off free though the U.S. made a mad grab, as we know, at the end of the war for scientists and things like that. Right. Operation Paperclip. Well, we weren't the only ones. Well,
4: Operation Paperclip was for the Nazis. Right, right, right. Uh, for for okay. rockets.
5: Right. So other researchers that the Soviet forces managed to arrest uh, were first tried for war crimes and trials in 1949. The Americans did not try the researchers so that the information experience gained in bioweapons could be used in the U.S. biological warfare program. Hmm. How fun, much as they did with Germans, like I said, and the, you know, all that stuff. Then on the May 6th of 1947, Douglas MacArthur, as Supreme Commander of the Allied Forces, he wrote to Washington that additional data can probably be obtained by informing Japanese involved that information will be retained in intelligence channels and we're not going to try you for war. Come on out. No, that's what they they were saying. If we promise not to try you for war crimes, you yeah.
4: gotta tell us everything.
5: Yeah. So come on out. We're gonna use it for good. Uh, and if we haven't found you yet, we'll, we'll protect you and use your information. And, and they
4: they didn't they didn't flip on them. Uh, no. These guys
5: went on. One of the people
4: that led Unit Seven Thirty One went on to uh, become the mayor of Tokyo. Uh, mm. Another went on to be their. Uh, 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 the head of their Olympic search committee, I believe, or something like that. Like they went on, and uh, uh the, the the guy that the guy that led the whole thing, Shiroishi, who we'll get into, who's a real fuckstick. He that was went, actually his title. he went on to live a, uh, a a normal life and died in 1959 of throat cancer. So yeah, these guys were not prosecuted in any way,
5: shape. Well, or not only that, they used the thing. So when victim accounts came forward the west just denied them as communist propaganda it's like oh, those yeah. commies just trying to put down the japanese right yeah oh, wow man i i think i need a break and probably a, a smoke or a puke one or the or other shower yeah so when we come back we're gonna dive deeper down this gross part of history tell you what actually happened unfortunately that's coming up on hysteria 51
4: no i was just saying you need a shower
2: oh yeah it's
4: um, unbearable
5: right. So all fun stories have to have a beginning. And this one is so in does 1932, this one. <laughs> right? So Surgeon General Shiro Ishii, who we talked about is the, the man with this whole plan, was placed in a command of the Army Epidemic Prevention Research Laboratory. Sounds like something that would be good. You know, we're going to we don't want epidemics. We're going to we're going to work for it. The AEPRL and Ishii organized a secret research group for various chemical and biological experimentation, because that's, of course, what you
3: do. That is normal for a surgeon general.
5: It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's part of the protocol here for choosing one. <laughs> well, he's also a general. Right.
4: Right. He, so he, he got after this pretty early. He He proposed the creation of a Japanese biological and chemical research unit in 1930. After a two-year study uh, that he did abroad, yeah, uh, on the grounds that Western powers were developing their own programs, now, so he's
5: keeping up with the Joneses. Unfortunately, that's probably very, very true. we not a probably because we know it was it was actually happening, right? One of Ishii's main supporters inside the army was Colonel Kazumi, who later became Japanese Health Minister from forty-one to forty-five, and Kazumi had joined a secret. Poison gas research committee back in 1915 during World War one, when he and other Japanese army officers became impressed by the successful German use of chlorine gas during battles where the Allies suffered 5,000 deaths and 15,000 wounded as a result of this chemical. He looked at it and goes, wow, we can, we could really do better. I think let's work on that. He was impressed. Yep. Yep. So, of course, Emperor Hirohito authorized by decree the expansion of this unit and its integration into the Kwangtung Army as the Epidemic Prevention Department. Now, that was just the icing on the cake. And he goes, all right. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, in
4: addition to the establishment of Unit 731 that we're talking about today, the decree also called for the establishment of additional biological warfare development unit called the Kwangtung Army Military Horse Epidemic Prevention
5: Workshop. Mm, horse epidemics were the scourge of the early 20th century.
4: It was later. They shortened it up finally and, and just they were running out of room on the business card. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, oh, hoof and
2: mouth the disease was prevalent. That's yes. True.
4: Yes. They later just referred to it as
5: Manchuria Unit 100. Now. When people were trying to apply to work there, do you think they called them Manchuria candidates? For sure, (laughs) obviously, guarantee.
2: (laughs) There was also Denzel Washington was integral.
5: I wouldn't even, yeah, that that goes without saying.
2: There was also a chemical
4: warfare development unit called the Kwangtung Army Technical Testing Department, later referred to as Manchuria Unit Five Sixteen. All this just rolls right off the tongue. It certainly does. Uh, And after the Japanese invasion of China in thirty-seven, sister chemical and biological warfare units were founded in major Chinese cities. And those were referred to as epidemic prevention and water supply units. Now, just
5: keep in mind, all this is highly illegal and definite war crimes. And they're Uh, just springing up everywhere like, like Starbucks. And the reason we point
4: all this out, we're talking about Unit 731 today, but this was, this was an entire series. So,
5: yeah, Unit 731 wasn't alone or even that special, unfortunately.
4: The The compilation of all these units comprised mm. Ishii's network, we'll call it. And at its, height, at its height, in 1939, was composed of more than 10,000 people. That's crazy. Like personnel, like like manning the thing. I don't mean people they were experimenting and,
5: on. And they said, we're going to get you people that are going to help. So they got medical doctors, professors, everything from all over Japan. And they came because they said, we're going to give you the rare opportunity to conduct human experimentation, and you're going to have strong financial support from the Army. And these doctors and these professors said, sign me up. Great. Does just kind of curl your toes? Attracted to the ability to experiment
3: on humans. Obviously, they don't watch much TV. Everyone knows. Don't trust the bee in Unit 731.
4: That's it's not that show.
5: Oh
3: is he trying to make a joke there?
5: I don't know. Joe Is he evolving? Joe, would you Devolving. have been attracted to the idea of a human experimentation and unlimited funding?
2: Count me out. Uh I remember in college, a couple of my roommates were pre med and where is this going? Part of part of <laughs> that was you can know, you guys, at some point can you guys in keep time. Yes, uh, so, well at some point in time you have to you know, you have to do certain things on like cadavers and things like that, and they were literally practicing on each other, cutting open and then suturing their calves like with each other. No One way! Day I walked in. I walked in our apartment, and there they were with scalpels and needles and thread, and were doing it on each other. And I, was, I ran away. That like seems, I can't be involved in any human experimentation. That seems
5: suspect at best. Like, did you ever <laughs> open that oddly large freezer they had in your room?
2: Uh no, I I avoided it.
5: I wasn't I allowed. It. it said, "Joe, please do not open." <laughs> ever- did,
4: did you ever wake up in a bathtub full of ice
5: regularly? <laughs> <laughs> they would take and replace his kidneys yeah. often. My oh. assumption
2: is my stomach is still there, but perhaps my esophagus is connected directly to my intestines. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't Lovely. had that kind of party? <laughs> yeah, uh, it is one of the things that mm, seven thirty seven seven so, uh, thirty one was known for? Seven thirty seven you did the also wrong grounded research. also grounded,
4: <laughs> so you know one of the things that I think' is worth talking about um, before we get into the horrible things that they did, it's just worth exploring. I'm not saying um one is worse than the other. I think it's all horrible, but is motivation, right? so this is very different than like what Goebbels was doing uh, right. in in Nazi Germany in Nazi Germany they were doing, of course, they were doing experimentation. And part of it was to help save German lives, like when they would take- uh, Freezing PO, of PO, officers. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Uh, uh, Jews and, and POWs and such and freeze them to see if they could revive them. Yes, they did some of that. But much more so, they were uh, exterminate, trying to exterminate entire races uh, because they believed that their race was superior. And then the other half of their experimentation was to create Super Nazi soldiers.
5: Ah, uh, good old eugenics. Uh, yeah. Oh no, you know. no, no.
4: That's not what I am talking about. Super Nazi soldiers. Oh, like, oh,
5: oh. Yeah. Where they're they're
4: they're literally making the trying uh, to make super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And and so like, and they're using black magic and stuff like that. So uh, Hitler was all over the place, but it was bring uh, me the crows, it, the ones that are in the circle. Yes, exactly. I am making a super. I am making a super. Exactly. The Japanese weren't all over the place. This was very. Uh, this is the wrong word, but pragmatic. We're here to kill. It, 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 no, we're here to test. We're here, it, well, it happens to result in the death of those people. No, but, I like to think they're. We're here to
5: kill because that's what they did.
4: Yeah, wait, but we want to. F- we want to figure out the most efficient way to exter exterminate as much human life as possible mm. that is our enemy word
5: not no, uh,
4: not not based in uh, we are a superior race yeah, necessarily it's not based
5: in, the, in yeah i'm better than you it's, it's uh, like yeah. th-
4: this is war as hell and we're gonna figure it out yeah and if that takes us knocking off a few thousand chinese who cares well, and creativity now, was
2: sadly encouraged
4: i'm also i'm also projecting a little bit I'm sure many of them were racist, just like in any country that has a big nationalist population has a certain amount of racism. Um, but my point is that it definitely you by the actions that they took, you can see different motivations between the two axis partners. Um,
5: and I, I again, it's worth bringing up. I'm not saying one yeah, I don't, is I don't better think than one, the okay, other. Okay, yeah, I'm, I, they're different sides to the same coin i think is one way to look yeah at it yeah I, 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 but i agree with you yeah they're, they're different motivation to have a similar outcome or not exactly the same outcome it's just different motivation yeah, yeah. exactly yeah exactly. i mean it, the the ends don't justify the means we've danced around a lot let's go to one more break and then when we come back let's talk about the nightmarish stuff that they did that's coming up next on hysteria 51
4: Uh, Nightmares. Fair warning for anyone listening. If you don't want to hear more of the horrific things that happened at this unit, this is where we're going to start. Yeah. Uh, so you might want to fast forward, uh, because it, it, it's it's kind of gross, but we are going to try to go top line
5: and, and get through it pretty quickly. There's, uh, we're not trying to give you an hour of horror porn. No, no. So without further ado, uh, we're, we'll start with one of the main things they did, which was vivisection surgery on men and women and children. And here's the kicker without anesthesia well it's it's another way to say it is dissection while you're still alive right. now the reason they said that they they wanted to a take them while they were alive and b take them without anesthesia is they didn't want their effects to be hindered by a this was done on a person who was dead or b the chemicals they use for anesthesia could actually change the outcome wow yeah. Uh,
4: yeah so just imagine all the horrible things that they were testing and doing yep and uh they just did it they just did it to them while they were alive. And
5: usually it ended with death or the people wishing for death. And the, way, some of them the way it really in, ended live. in
4: death is they either bled out or, like,
5: they took, removed a, a, a major um, organ that you kind of need to survive. Yeah, right. And 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 the other thing they did is they would give them horrible illnesses and then cut them open just to see, like, what it had done to the body, things like that, so they could figure out how to To go on, like you said, remove organs to study the effects of disease or gas had on them. Like, what did that gas do to this guy's heart? Well, let's go see. That is just terrible. The other germ warfare attacks is another thing they did. Prisoners were told they were getting vaccines, but were actually giving horrible, horrible diseases, germs, things like that. Right.
4: What they were studying was how they could use germs
5: in mass to destroy their enemies. Now, the next part is. Absolutely deplorable. Guards and other prisoners were forced to rape women to give them venereal diseases or women that had it. The men were held down and they women were forced to rape them to give them venereal diseases. The reason they did that, they just found it was more effective. They
4: had tried injecting things like syphilis into uh, prisoners. And they're like, ah,
5: it's just not as effective. We we need to go with the uh, the good old-fashioned Bring version. in the rape unit. Um, uh, that, that was literally a unit where they were just, that was what they did.
4: But there just wasn't, there wasn't enough death there. So it's like, uh, let's find some worse diseases. So they started experimenting with cholera. And they also wanted to bring back the good old bubonic plague. And the way they were doing this, they found that a really
5: good transmission uh, source were fleas. Yeah, so they, they, they got plague fleas as you do at your local store, and they put them on clothing, supplies, things like that. Those fleas, that they developed those fleas. They would breed those fleas,
4: uh, and they were thought to, when it was all said and done, result in the death
5: of at least 400,000 Chinese civilians. And th- not only would they put them on the clothing and stuff, they would actually put them in bombs. Now, bombs is a flea bomb. And would drop it on targets outside just villages and things like that.
4: Right. it, it wasn't, there was no explosion. It was like a, a piece of ceramic with a bunch of fleas in it that they would just drop and it would open
5: and. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, also an expedition to Nanking involved spreading typhoid and paratyphoid germs into wells, uh, marshes and, you know, just everywhere there's water around cities, as well as infusing them into snacks and then distributing them among to the locals, including the children, just to see what happened when epidemics broke out of typhoid and paratyphoid, and they said that epidemics did immediately break out to the elation of many of the researchers who concluded that paratyphoid was, quote, the most effective of the pathogens.
4: One of the accounts I read, when they first decided they wanted to go wide with, with some disease, they, they decided to put typhoid in a river. Mm-hmm. and uh it was completely unsuccessful, apparently, when you throw typhoid into a river, it dies or i i don't know i'm not a, not Just, i'm not i a think scientist. you
2: have to do it uh, the way that they did it at the beginning of um uh what do you call it the aliens prequel movie. Like, you have to drink a cup of a oh, thing and yeah. then melt into the or water.
5: Or put it on the tip of your finger and then put it into someone's pocket oh, like and David. have them drink it immediately. Yeah. Um, what's that movie? Wait, what movie are you talking, are you the, talking uh, about? You? The Prometheus. Prometheus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to drink the thing and melt into the water. And everyone knows typhoid is just black glue, you know. Well, that's so. true, and it, it's all originated with Michael Fassbender. Everything in, mm-hmm. in this world does.
4: But they use these diseases to try to, 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 to snuff out their enemies but the, I, I think the, the the part that about the germ warfare attacks, not just the people that they unleashed them on, but at Unit 731, they would expose people to the plague and then do the live vivisections and all of mm-hmm. that uh, just to see how
5: it worked. Then you move on, and the next one was frostbite testing. They took captives outside, dipped various appendages <laughs> into water, allowed that appendage to freeze. Once it was frozen... There's actually testimony from Japanese officers who said it was determined after the frozen arms were struck with a short stick. If they emitted a sound resembling that which of a board gives when it's struck, that was actually, you know, frozen. that's what they were enough. going for. Ice was shipped away in the area, doused in water and the effects of different Temperatures of water were tested by bludging the victim to determine if the areas were still frozen, like how much water was needed to unfreeze something that was absolutely frozen.
4: I can't imagine the pain involved in that. No. Uh, and they were doing this to all these poor people. And there were people that, that would be walking around without hands because mm-hmm. it would have
5: shattered off after they did yep. these tests to them. Yep. The next kind of along with what we we're already talking about, but rape testing, not only... Did they do it with the diseases? Just the effects of raping people. Nothing else really needed to talk about there. Forced pregnancy, same yep. thing. Uh, yep. weapons testing. Uh, this is, this
4: is pretty brutal. Human targets were used to test grenades, bombs
5: other uh, other ordinance let's see what happens when you lay on it let's see at 10 feet 20 feet 30 feet 40 feet just the difference of like what it does to the human body and
4: so imagine essentially imagine a, a target like you'd shoot in target practice mm-hmm. um, but like drawn out on the ground mm-hmm. and they'd be like okay you this group right here you go to just five meters away yep. this group right here you're 10 meters away Yep. now if they were testing pathogen inducing bombs They gave them metal plates to wear over their chest and some sort of helmet or something because they didn't. I mean, these were logs to them. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't just burn up all your logs for no reason. Yeah, you want them to live through this so you can see what happens. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're, you're. They were trying to see the efficacy of spreading the germ, not the efficacy of the ordinance.
5: Right. Now, another ordinance or whatever you want to call that they did test was flamethrowers, and from different tests of distances and things like that yeah. what it will happen yeah uh,
4: um, let's just let's you know what
5: let's just speed round through speed round a speed round yeah. of some of the other stuff they did we'll, and be we'll done call with it, it other Right. food deprivation water dehydration pressure chamber effects and and just use your imagination that temperature exactly extremes, what they were doing burns electrocution spun to death in centrifuges animal blood infusions and injections lethal doses of x-rays Gas chamber chemical weapon effects, buried alive, burned alive, seawater injections, removing lens and sewing them back on, and horse urine injections just to see what happened, etc. Yeah,
4: yeah. Though... You have to admit, horse urine injection kind of sounds like some new age frou-frou thing they do at the local spa.
5: Not, not at all. Joe played bass for horse urine injection when he was in college. <laughs> <laughs> we had some hot tracks. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so, all right. Uh, that's, that's some of the depravity that they engaged in. Joe, what's your favorite? No,
5: don't, <laughs> don't answer that. Please didn't, don't didn't answer that. Didn't
4: plan to. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he didn't attack the microphone there. Uh, and... Probably et cetera. It's, uh, <laughs> if,
2: if i had to choose
4: uh, but l- we'll stop talking about the depravity there just know that if it was bad they did it and and they did it in the name of 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 science science um in the name of uh in the name of the empire right the the japanese empire everyone knows the empire does the worst stuff nipponese empire that's nippon mm. is uh is is how they say japan i believe right in japanese uh yeah. i'm not it, i'm
5: not Brushed up on my Japanese. Where's your universal translator? <laughs> it's on the fritz. So let's wrap this up a little bit with some discussion here. Here's the thing:
4: we, I mean, we could go on for hours about all of the horrible atrocities that they unleashed on their thousands of victims. And it's important to talk through th- those things. And that's why we did it for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So we're aware of it. You know, the whole doomed to repeat it. If you don't, you know, history repeats itself, all that. Mm-hmm. But it's also worth putting into historical context. I think we, we need to talk about the world writ large. We talked earlier about it. Does intent matter? Now, yeah. That's, <sighs> that's not just uh, Nazis versus the Japanese, you know, pragmatism versus hatred. Does intent matter as it relates to other
5: things that you do in war. You look at it that way, and intent is an interesting thing. And there, there's there's a couple ways that you look at it. They looked at it as though the needs of the few outweighed by the needs of the many, and right. the few we're going to make sure aren't our own people. There are always cases where that should be a thing. Like, I should go swim down here and unlatch this and kill myself so that, you know, that the, the, everyone and else can get Self-sacrifice, right, yeah. right, right, right. This isn't self-sacrifice, though. This was picking and choosing who to sacrifice. And I think that that sets it up differently. The other side of that coin, which is the context of, do you just throw these things away? Cause they did it horribly. Or do we look at it also that, you know, the U S took and learned from them because, well, crap, it happened. Let's try to use it for good. If, if we can. That's also a slippery slope. That's the well. That's the rosy. That's looking
4: through rosy glasses. That let's right. just try to use this horrible stuff for good. The un, the non rosy is okay. They they got. All, we were envious of all of the answers they had, and we just wanted them.
5: And yeah, and, and as and, we've talked with people before, after the wars, they say that this experimentation didn't stop. It just moved to the U.S.
4: Yeah, uh, to. Which, that, that's where we get into conjecture. Everything mm-hmm. we've talked about so far is not conjecture. It happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. only conjecture is how many thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of, mm-hmm. uh, of Chinese villagers died. Because, uh, also, disease epidemics weren't uncommon in, in, in developing areas either. So, some of those could be blamed on Unit 731, but it, they were just going to get a cholera. And speaking of our involvement, we did, you know, give clemency. To everyone who worked at Unit Seven Thirty One,
5: yeah, you know the the proverbial hands aren't clean kind of thing because we gave them clemency right after we bombed Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And I mean, we did the same. We did the same thing
4: for the for the uh, scientists involved in paper, Project Paperclip, which we're going to do an up, upcoming episode on. Mm-hmm. We were good at forgiving sins if uh, if we learned information. Forgive from me, it.
5: America, for I have sinned. And speaking of an, it's ar- been a world war since I've talked
4: to you, <laughs> yeah, kind exactly. of thing. Speaking of our involvement, and this is a tough conversation, our hands aren't clean, right? People don't talk often about the bombing of Tokyo. It, this is, we had just invented napalm. We bombed the crap out of Tokyo, mm-hmm. killed over 100,000 people, right? Now we were at war and we needed, we needed Japan to, <laughs> to throw up the white flag and say mm-hmm. we're done, we quit. Then we bombed Hiroshima. Then we bombed Nagasaki. More people actually died, they say, during the bombing of Tokyo than either the either yep. of the nukes. So, when we talk about the horrors of war, Unit 731 is horrible, deplorable, awful in every way, shape, and form. But did we necessarily need to napalm a hundred thousand people? I I don't. I, I'm not here to answer that question, but I am here to say that our hands aren't necessarily clean.
5: Yeah, and it's an interesting conversation to have. And um, you know what? Where can they have that conversation at, actually?
4: <laughs> I don't know. N- not hysteria nation. <laughs>
5: it's a lot more... Not on hysteria Asian. That is a, a road that we don't want to go down. So, Joe, you know what? Your, Joe, you your have personal final... blog. Yeah, your personal blog. blogs is the place for it. Do you have yeah. any other thoughts on this
2: stuff? No. I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to. More so than usual. I mean, I hate thinking about you two. but this is like a whole different level of me not wanting to pay attention during a recording. I don't, I don't, well, at least you're consistent. (laughs) That's true. That's true. You you have not, the
5: the tiger did not change his stripes. Uh, Rack this up to another episode. I won't have listened to (laughs) nation. This is just us telling you, don't forget, don't forget these things that have happened and don't pretend that everyone does have their hands clean. And hopefully we've learned, we've moved on as a society, though you can make a lot of arguments for the fact that we didn't, Or haven't. But if they do want to talk about some things, where can they do that? If they want to talk to us in general, I'd get on Facebook and go to
4: our Facebook discussion group. That's called Hysteria Nation. Just go to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation.
5: That's right. You can also go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. That is our Facebook page. Tweet to us at Hysteria51pod. Reddit, we have a Hysteria51 subreddit. Please jump on there. Let us know what's going on instagram john is on grinder you can find him on there that's not He's true also on Friendster. and how's your myspace doing well my myspace
4: is strong my game is strong <laughs> you're back out of the top eight though <laughs> sorry beat. sorry oh man we got patreon and, uh, whenever you go to my myspace walking on the sun plays oh might as well be that's walking on the sun yeah
5: yeah john tell them about your favorite patreon level
4: um, oh, that's w- where they give us 200 bucks a month. That'd probably be my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand bucks a month, I should make one. Uh, how a high buck-
5: <laughs> you thousand bucks a month, we'll give you the show. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean,
4: I mean, you can literally just host
5: for uh, a, a, an unspecified, a, 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 a unspecified amount, amount of time. time. No, it's about four minutes into it. We cut the call, and that's that was the money. There it was. <laughs> You should have paid the 100 <laughs> You went overboard. No, no, no. Patreon.com slash is slash 51 pod You can find posters and T-shirts and pins and magnets. And for $30, you can sniff John Goforth. You can't. It's you not can true. You can smell the aroma that nope. is Goforth. Nope. It will happen. People have paid for it. And I'd hate to think you got sued. So, you know. I've always said that this isn't that's true. That's called breach of contract. But I we all know I speak for it's an
2: implied you. verbal contract, the strongest of them all.
5: Uh, but yeah. how can he
4: imply me in a? In it's a already contract. because well, he can't. He can't infer you.
5: <laughs> I did not agree to the verbal contract.
2: <laughs> it's, it's irrelevant.
4: Lots of people don't
5: see bot.
2: Roll me. the tape.
5: <laughs> also, don't forget you can leave us a voicemail: seven seven three six six nine seven two seven seven. What's that number again, John? Seven seven three six six nine seven two seven seven. You know what we haven't asked for in a while? A review. Give us some
4: reviews. Five stars? Even if you, if you hate us. Even if you hate us. But then write whatever you want, because people certainly do. Yeah, No, no you it, chose the right episode. It doesn't not have on. to be just on, on iTunes. Let's, you can do it all over the place. Let's play some voicemails, because we know that like three quarters of the people have already stopped listening. Yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, I'm from Nevada. Oh. I was just listening to um, the recent one, Black Project. Uh, it is dead out here. But I'm from the capital near Reno, so I don't really get to go see all that. Good policing, Reno. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to give you guys an idea. Oh, there's something called the Nevada Triangle. Yes, and it's over the Sierra Mountains.
5: We've talked about and that a little also
0: bit. I heard the Yosemite is filled with night crawlers and the interdimensional They're- Bigfoot. So you guys should <laughs> probably do one on that. I
2: Count me in on both uh-huh. of those.
0: Kind of paranormal in that area. I uh, really love listening to your guys' stuff. It really cracks me up. People give me weird looks <laughs> <laughs> when I'm laughing at your <laughs> random ideas. And oh, there's the nothing random, random things about it That us. you guys say. Um thank you. Just giving you guys an idea. Have a good day.
5: That was a slow one, but a fun one.
4: So a few things there. First, I don't know what any of that is. Nightcrawlers or interdimensional bigfoot. Nightcrawlers
5: are what you use when you want to go fishing, especially oh, for thank catfish. You. Thank you. Yeah. And interdimensional Bigfoot is uh interdimensional bigfoot.
4: <laughs> well I I'm in. I, I like I can't wait for those episodes. Also, weird looks and randomness should be like the sub headline to our podcast like hysteria 51 weird looks, Dude, looks and, and randomness, randomness.
5: <laughs> let's do another one
0: yo what's happening with your yo. bitch ass it's mike it's samuel jackson mike Samuel no, I'm just Jackson. kidding my real name is darren duncan and i'm calling you guys again after i got some motherfucking beers up in me because my homeboy from fucking new jersey no net chris coneco <laughs> the gecko Asked Let's me to reach out to yeah. you guys. Yeah, He said that he fucking sold Brent Hand a pop figure or something. Yeah. He owes him some money. Uh-oh. I'm just trying to collect, son. Shit. No, I'm just kidding. I live in the 11th dimension. I'm from motherfucking Rockford, Illinois. And I'm going to drive up there and I want you guys to interview me and fucking Chris Coneco on the air. It's going to be lots of fun. We'll talk about nerd shit and geek right the fuck out. But we refuse to donate to your Patreon because we're assholes but we like listening to you for free so keep right. up the good work brothers <laughs> i love you guys peace out my Neil.
5: chris can he's uh active in hysteria nation yeah and yeah pop figures for sure we've had some dealings have you yes that yes. sounds nefarious yeah i don't know how so i pulled my yes fair enough it's the lizard person in me just sneaking out a little bit. <laughs> can you keep or whatever the word is? <laughs> Want to do one more?
0: Yes. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, this message is actually for Conspiracy Bot. Uh, conspiracy Bot. I'm just wondering if you're single because um, I'm I'm into. Uh oh. Oh
1: no.
0: Yeah. So, um <laughs> I'm I'm sure you already have my number. It's a call, uh, and, and uh, just, let's hook up. Let's do lunch. You know, uh, I can take you out, do uh, a tune-up. You know, um, have the oil change. You know, do a little transmission flush. I don't know. You know, if you're into that, but yeah, give me a call. All right, thanks.
5: So, so he wants to have sex. With Seabot. No, he said he was interested in dating. There's, Oil change? There's no know, carnal relations mentioned. You don't understand.
3: Actually, I'm the one who doesn't understand. What the fuck is wrong with you people?
4: <laughs> um, also worth noting, that this could be considered a misconnection, as the most important
5: part of his proposal was lost to the, to the interweb. Well, he did come back and say, and I, I quote, I'm sure you got my number already, and I'm sure he does, because... That's the shit he does. Just, you know, collects information on people.
3: Hi Zuckerberg, all your S's. I'm
5: just saying that we could put this in misconnections. I think that recently. So one of the things Lisa and I used to do, love to do is go on there. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. And read the funny, like, misconnections and stuff like that. You know, like, oh, I uh, I was at Club Throb. I grinded on you in the bathroom. You tongue punched my poop pipe. I was too <laughs> embarrassed to ask for your phone number. Send me an email. <laughs>
1: You know,
4: and
5: we used to laugh. Did they- you just say that? <laughs> what I'm getting what at. What worries me is you just came up with that off the top of your head. <laughs> the problem is they removed those from Craigslist, so now oh, we, did can't, we can't laugh at them anymore.
2: John, Brent didn't exactly just come up with that one <laughs> off the top of his head. That's how Lisa and him met.
5: It's true. <laughs> and it wasn't a club throb, but it was it was similar. <laughs>
4: I mean, I was thinking about like, hey, saw you in Trader Joe's. You were six foot tall and blonde hair. Those misconnections, but you went straight to the heart of the matter. No, I went, went straight, straight, straight to, to, the, to the poop. The,
5: the, no, I went straight to exactly what was on Craigslist all the time. <laughs> uh, you guys are making fun of me. I tamed it down. Literally. No, yeah. There's not. There's not much normal in misconnections.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
4: All right. Oh, well, I'm glad we could end on a laugh.
5: Yeah, because human experimentation wasn't the chuckle festival we were hoping it to be. (laughs) Right, right, right. Frankly, I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah, Joe. I mean, Joe gets a giggle out of it every time he
4: experiments. Not one gamma. He calls that dating. Not one gamma ray radiation experiment that created a Hulk. I mean, not one. That they tell you about. Oh, Oh, good point. It's a good
5: point. Yep. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Joe. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot.
3: Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible! It was just terrible! I'll never get over it as long as I live!
2: That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it?